1: Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for New Generation podcast listeners.
0: You could sign up for a one-month trial for $0.99, then only $18.99 a month after that.
1: With the digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013.
0: You can read The Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app. So, you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer.
1: Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month.
0: So, you can go to slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's slash pod offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the New Generation Podcast. I am your host, Tanner Mondock, and it's just me this week. Janae is out, so I am riding solo. This week, we have a special guest for Veterans Day. We have Larry Hauser. Larry, how are you doing? Thanks for coming on. Okay, how are you? Uh, Not too bad, so, you know... You are a veteran. You uh, you served over in Vietnam. You're in the Marines. So we're bringing you on. You know, just talk a little bit about your experience. You know, your time in the service. And we're gonna get all into that after we take a brief break from a word from our sponsors.
1: Ben Visit Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters.
0: Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19 just south of Mercer.
1: Stop in or call Ben Visit Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440.
0: At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care.
1: Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home.
0: For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org.
1: First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com.
0: At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it.
1: Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Herald Readers, stop in at 1215 East 8th Street and Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today.
0: Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or upmc.com. Okay, so Larry, I guess I just want to talk to you a little bit about your time in the service. You know, you are a veteran, so Tell me a little bit about your time in
2: Vietnam when you were a Marine. Well, I joined in 1967. Spent a couple years training, uh, you know, boot camp, infantry training. Uh, was on a naval base for some more training for a while. Uh, went to Cherry Point, North Carolina, uh, which was a, a large marine air station. I went overseas in, I think it was April of 1970. My first Uh, assignment was Japan I went to Mm -hmm. Iwakuni Japan and was there for about six months requested a transfer to Vietnam and and then uh, arrived there actually on January 1st New Year's Day okay and so what all did you get involved in over Mm -hmm. there you know what was your time like it actually it wasn't too bad I'm sure there are quite a few guys out there who were more heavily involved than I was Mm -hmm. I was in the air wing of the Marine Corps which means I was working on airplanes on jets supplying parts uh, up and down the flight line for those jets, helicopters, observation planes, and so on. The, I guess, probably the, the the scariest thing we had to deal with wasn't so much small arms fire, although there were a couple instances, but we got rocket attacks. Mm-hmm. And some of those were, got got pretty scary. Right. Uh, and so I know a lot of
0: times with Vietnam, people are talking about people coming out of that time, like PTSD, you know, those types of things. You know, you said that like maybe you didn't, See a lot of that, but you know, like, what have you like experienced in terms of just like you know the other people around you and the people you know?
2: Well, uh, it's it. Everybody's experience is a little bit different, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, when I at the time I came back, I got out in 1971. We weren't received the way veterans today are, Uh, and it was uh, a little disappointing for me and some of my friends actually uh, were were really. Uh, badly mistreated, you know, called names. We wore some labels that I don't think are just. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that has turned around, and what I see today is a uh, a lot more encouraging. Uh, you know, I see guys coming back and and they're uh, treated with respect, which you know they should be. Uh, so I'm. I'm I'm glad to see that happen, uh, and I, I, I hope it, certainly hope it continues. Right. And yeah, so just like, you know, in terms
0: of, you said that you are seeing, you know, maybe things are a little bit better these days when, you know, when people are getting out of their time that they served, you know, however long that may be, wherever they were. But still, what are like some common, you know, issues that, uh, veterans today are still facing?
2: Well, I think the one that's, that's common to most all of us who served in, in any, uh, kind of combat is there's a PTSD is a real thing Uh, right? you know I didn't actually have that on my radar when I got out Mm -hmm. Um, but it has since surfaced a little bit Mm -hmm. there are quite a few I think who suffer from uh, more severe forms of that than than I Uh, I have a couple nephews who served in Iraq in combat and that's it's kind of tough to you know to come home and reacclimate after after you've been involved in that kind of stuff.
0: Right, yeah. And so you said that wasn't really on your radar. So is that something like back then that wasn't really it, talked about that much? It,
2: I don't think they even referred to it as PTSD. Okay. Uh it might have been combat fatigue. Mhm. I don't I don't remember when it actually began being referred to as PTSD, but it it wasn't anything that I ever really thought about right and so maybe you know for like a listener that doesn't really understand
0: what ptsd is in the sense of you know someone who did serve in the military you know what what kind of is that for them
2: it, it differs from uh, mm-hmm. person to person uh for me i i sometimes have some some pretty bad dreams you know wake up in the middle of the night thrashing around and suddenly you know w- why you know with some other guys that's uh, probably a lot more severe, I think and and I don't know you'd you'd really have to talk to a psychologist, I think more than right mm-hmm. uh, than to me, but I know there are guys who just they get just kind of freaked out with things that for most people, wouldn't be freaky, wouldn't mm-hmm. be scary. That's really about all I can tell you mm-hmm. and you
0: know you were. You're a Marine, Vietnam and everything. And how have you seen, just in terms of conflicts that the United States had found itself in, you know, over the years since then, how have you seen, like, things have kind of changed, just from, like, a veteran's perspective?
2: Well, I think with uh, September 11th, 2001 was mm-hmm. really, uh, I mean, that changed everything, right. uh, you know, an attack on our soil. When we were in Vietnam, you know, the, the question was, you know, do we even belong here? You know, should should we have troops here? Uh, and the more the war went along, the more the opinion shifted to no, we shouldn't be here. Uh after September eleventh, well even even with the, the first Gulf War, there wasn't that question, you know, should we be here, should we be involved? There was there was no question. Right. Uh, so I think that that to me is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, you know, just recently we, you know, kind of pulled out of that. So, you know, where are you at with that? Like, how are you with, like, how that was?
2: It's hard to know what was said or done behind closed doors among our military leaders when that uh, planning for that pullout was taking place. Uh, I wasn't personally real happy with the way it went. Uh, I thought we could have done a better job of getting our allies, our friends who had supported us, and i'm talking about afghan citizens and and even some americans you know i think we could have done a better job of protecting them having said that i now see very little news coverage of what's going on over there Mm -hmm. compared to what it was before right Uh, so i'm I'm a little puzzled by that um Mm -hmm. i guess you know we're not there so we don't care Right, uh, but there are still some people over there who have served as allies for us, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I kind of have to wonder how things are going for them.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, like I see, you know, out in the newsroom we have um, the news on uh, for most of the day, and uh, occasionally you, you'll hear a couple things like, oh, we're trying to get them, you know a couple other Americans out of there, but that's really it. Nothing t- too much in terms of the sense, like, how is the country itself doing now after that? I mean, I was just listening to a podcast um, a couple of days ago, and they were kind of, like, asking that. They were like, that ca- that news cycle just kind of dropped off. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is happening over there, you know? Like, I think a lot of people are still interested in that, but it's not exactly too much available to the public,
2: you know? Right. I th- I wonder how much of that is because, I mean, our focus was to prevent terrorism, to... To fight against terrorism, and the the I guess you get the perception since we're no longer there actively in a combat role mm-hmm. that that's been cleaned up, and I'm not so sure that it has. Uh, you know, we certainly were no great friends with the Taliban, and we seem to be relying on them now to kind of maintain order, and I don't really have a lot of faith in that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well,
0: just shifting it back to a little bit more about for veterans and just in terms of, you know, what's available to them once they get out of the service, um, what kind of things are available to veterans these days, you know, just to kind of help that transition period?
2: Well, the first thing I would say is uh, we have a a very good veterans clinic up here in Hermitage Hmm. and they, I think, do a, a great job treating people with various problems, whether they're physical or emotional so i would i would certainly that's the marzano clinic by the way okay uh, I, I would certainly recommend that anybody who who is experiencing difficulty physical emotional or whatever get in touch with them we also have our veterans affairs coordinator in mercer uh, his name is brad allen Uh, you you can get in touch with him at the courthouse. If anybody feels a need, uh, has a a problem or a question dealing with the VA, you know, thinks maybe they're not getting the benefits that they should from the VA, Uh, you know, Brad Allen would be the the person to call.
0: So, you know, we are recording this on Wednesday. It's about 11 a.m. and, you know, at at this time tomorrow, Thursday, it's going to be a parade going through Sharon. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this and is from the area is well aware of this parade. Um, this will be...
2: The, the parade actually goes off tomorrow evening. Tomorrow evening. What yeah, time? Yeah, at 7. 7 p.m.? 7 p.m., yes. Oh, okay. Uh, it'll start at our post, 439 East State Street, and go straight down State Street to the parking lot where Ryers used to be. Mm-hmm. And what's well, I think what you're probably... Re- confusing that with is the bridge ceremony that's right Uh, yep our auxiliary uh Mm -hmm. does a ceremony down there every year uh and it will be at 11 a.m that goes back to the old armistice day which has since become veterans day uh the armistice was in effect that on the 11th hour of the 11th the 11th day of the 11th month of the year and so that's why that that's when it is
0: oh okay yeah, so this will be my, um, you know, third time covering these things. So what can we expect this year, you know, from this? It I was actually, I was just over at the VFW when you guys were preparing uh, the chili. They call it the Veterans Chili. My eyes are still watering from the, <laughs> the onions that they were cutting. But, um, but yeah, what can everyone expect? Well,
2: um, there will be uh, our the Honor Guard, which is, uh, it includes people from Sharon American Legion and a couple folks who are members at our post, uh, some a lot of us are members of both Mm -hmm. uh but anyway there will be an honor guard uh they'll they'll fire salute uh i'll say a few words our auxiliary president will say a few words uh and then they they toss a wreath into the river then after that folks who are there are invited to come back to our post uh the chili that you were referring to Mm -hmm. will be hot and ready (laughs) uh and then that's it for the afternoon until the parade goes off okay And just so, since this
0: will come out after the fact, I know that, you know, just for that bridge ceremony, when they do that wreath, what does the wreath kind of like signify? It's to
2: honor uh, those uh, who have sacrificed, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, who are no longer with us.
0: Okay. And um, so you're the commander. I know that. Um, And so how many, you know, how long have you been doing this? And like, kind of like, what have you seen throughout the years? Um, Like, what's the reception been like? You mean for the VFW? Or just like in general, for the whole day, you know, like for everything that you guys put together.
2: Oh, uh, well, I've been involved in the parades before. Uh, They rotate from community to community. Mm -hmm. Let's see, the last one I was involved in, I can't remember which one it was. We've had them in uh, Farrell, Sharon, Sharpsville, West Middlesex. Uh, There are a couple other communities involved there as well, Uh, Wheatland, Reynolds, I'm probably forgetting someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, we've we've had uh, pretty good turnouts traditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, people line the sidewalks. It's really kind of a nice experience. And we'll have a because we're the host post this year. Uh, Sharon will be out front. Uh, we'll have the honor guard. Uh, our uh, state rep Mark Longetti is going to going to show up for that. I think probably somebody from the county commissioners, the Sharon Police, the Sharon Fire Department, probably the Sharon High School Marching Band. So we'll you know it, it'll be a, a good time. I hope folks will come out and see it.
0: Right. And um, you know by then, you know by the time this comes out, this already would have taken place. So I hope that everyone you know who knows about this, I'm sure everyone does at this point. Um, you know had a good time over there at the parade maybe even got themselves some chili but uh just before we uh wrap things up here on this week's episode is there anything else that you know maybe you'd like to add that you maybe had on your mind before
2: uh no not really uh mm-hmm. <clears throat> i would encourage anybody who's uh, a combat veteran to stop by the post and consider joining our post it's uh, kind of a friendly everybody knows everybody kind of atmosphere um mm-hmm. uh, And uh, so if if anybody is interested, they can stop by and and ask for me, ask for any of the officers, Uh, we'll, we'll bring them in. Cool.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it this week on the New Generation podcast. I want to thank you for coming on. And of course, thank you for your service as well. And yeah, so that'll do it this week on the New Generation podcast. Uh, Be sure to check out the New Generation Sports Report every Thursday. Playoff season and across a lot of sports. So a lot of exciting stuff going on on that show. And of course, you can find us here on the Herald's website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and a lot more that I probably don't even know the name of. So thank you guys for listening. And thank you again, Larry.
2: Thank you.